Spags, we're sick of drafting with each other, trying to come to a consensus. It's time we go our separate ways. I mean, I take umbrage because I enjoy every draft with you, Pete. But today we are going to go head to head like two Old West gunslingers in the puppy draft on underdog for 75K in prizes up top. So we're going to hit that in a little bit. We're also going to talk about Travis Kelsey. Rumors are out there. He got dumped because he wanted to split every bill. His influencer girlfriend talk about that. Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham beefing in baseball. What are we going to hit on today, Pete? We'll find out after this intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I'm Chris Spags, joined by your friend and mine, or today, my arch nemesis, Peter Overset. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing good. You, you know that thing where, um, was it Dave Chappelle and not like 2022 transphobic Dave Chappelle, but old school Dave Chappelle used to say um, he didn't want to you know, do shows anymore because he felt like the audiences uh, like didn't even get kind of the attention behind his, you know, jokes and stuff. And he thought it was, you know, being bastardized. I'm now going through the chat and I'm just saying everyone is here just for the bonks. Everyone wants the bonks. I'm like, have we turned our audience into bonk seeking, you know, zombies? I mean, is this all the people want now is you getting horny? Well, I think you've built up the Pavlovian response where you're switching to the splash play display to give poor mathology a bonk on bre on best ball breakfast <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I almost said breast ball breakfast. <laughs> I <laughs> bet you did. Wait, God damn it, Spag. Oh, we're already at Horty Jail. Tough, tough day for Horty Jail. <laughs> but yes, I saw your stream this morning. And that's what happens when you trigger that Pavlovian response to the people out there with quality bits that even hit me out of left field. Then that's what you, the price you have to pay, Pete. You have to pay the piper. Wait, were you? You did a stream this morning too, didn't you? Yeah, I fucking inadvertently was competing with Best Ball Breakfast because uh, Colm and uh, and Zach over at Rotoviz asked me to do their Best Ball stream. They're starting to do some live streams on there in addition to the very well thought out pre-recorded things with guys like Sean Siegel all, all over there. And I think Dubner might be doing some. I think Tricko's doing some as well. But lots of great stuff on the Rotoviz channel, so check them out. But didn't realize, Pete, that I was going head-to-head -head with you, which uh, probably thwarted my bump because I think <laughs> any audience I would bring to a Best Ball stream is largely Team Overzet. Uh... Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's a, it's an honest mistake. I obviously normally do it on Mondays as we do splash play, but everything got flexed to, uh, to Tuesday there. But yes, if you missed the, uh, the replay this morning, I got to go check it out with, uh, Colm and Zach was doing it too with you, right? Yeah, it's Colm and Zach, I think, doing those on the regular now. Um, I, I think they're going to do more live streams on there, but I honestly just wanted to go there to pay my dues because uh, some people I, I saw posted in your Best Ball Breakfast chat, and I got some tweets as well. Like, you know, Rotoviz thought leaders out there in the space in a way that obviously Pete is too. I've learned a lot from him. Rotoviz, I think, as in terms of OGs, guys grinding there, like Sean Siegel, I know Pete talks about a lot, the ship chasing and stuff that he does with Gretsch as well. You could see kind of the genius there evident. But I feel like if you're going to be a Best Ball guy, if you're going to be like me where I'm now doing this content more than I think I had personally accounted for when we started doing splash play. You got to pay your your dues and you got to pay your dividends to the Rotoviz folks. And I feel like they deserve so much credit for just you go to that homepage and like I, I was on Pete's account. So I don't I'm not supporting them fully, but logged on to Pete's account. You could click article after article and it's like, wow, I feel much smarter for this experience. 
Wow, you dox yourself as sharing my login. The ultimate red sea. It it wouldn't be a spags um, you know, promo or plug without something undercutting it. It is the classic spags. Like, I love them. Ultimate think tank. Pete, thanks for letting me use your login so I don't have to pay for it. It's hard to get my hard-earned money. Only Underdog gets that this time of year. But if there were one place I would spend my money, it A would be Rotoviz. And A, one B would be spending it over at footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe, where the articles are going hot and heavy. Lots of interesting takes on stuff, too. I've got uh, these guys over there, Mike Tanier and Aaron Schatz, of course, two uh, legendary names in football analysis, doing some of their tier rankings now for running backs and wide receiver skill positions and all that stuff. And lots of great stuff over there where if you're watching this show, you probably just like football. You like best ball right now. Go check out what Football Outsiders is doing because I think they're doing a great job starting to merge the football analysis, the game tape, the data, all of that together into one offering here that will hopefully give you guys some color, some texture, as Pete might say, to draft your best ball team. So go over to footballoutsiders.com and check out footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe as well, though our packages will be getting updated in the next few weeks. And of course, make sure you follow at Splash Play Pod and subscribe to the Splash Play channel because this Friday, officially 2 30 eastern is going to be my solo stream pete's going to be traveling the world this summer i will be hanging out on friday afternoons it looks like just jerking off puppy drafts left <laughs> i'm jerking them off <laughs> just banging out puppy drafts left and right multi-tabling it doing some weird stuff so come hang out with me and of course subscribe to the splash play channel and pete i'm sure you are terrified at what that channel is going to become but as my 50 50 partner i got to get my 50 percent's worth um, I'm just glad that it is sequestered over on Splash Play Island. If before the show, you wouldn't mind going into kind of the YouTube branding and about us and just removing my name from all, uh, you know, materials, I think I would feel better about it. Why did I say jerk it off puppy? Dog? Like, what is- <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I couldn't even bonk it because it was, you know, I, I can't even make these clips like fast enough. Now I need to go make a bestiality clip. Like I just can't even keep up with you. There's mistakes being made, but either way, we're going to have some fun there as we try to build that Splash Play channel. It's something uh, not probably not as worthwhile as Peach Channel, but we'll do the best we can to make it worthwhile there. So go subscribe there, and of course, subscribe to Peach Channel. Hit the like button on both versions of the videos whenever they come through. But coming out with us, I think the Splash Play feeds, I, I haven't talked about this with you, Pete, but I think those are going to be, at least for now, uh, Splash Play YouTube exclusive. So not on podcast form either. They will live and die on that channel, maybe quietly get removed if I say something that's a complete faux pas. I think you nailed it. The operative word being dying on that channel. Exactly. <laughs> I think thriving on that channel is what we'll see this Friday at 2.30. Pete, let's talk some NFL news. Of course, we are going to dig into some of the items of note. Really a shockingly busy news weekend for fantasy football articles. But which one first, Travis Kelsey or the Jock Peterson one? Which do you want to hit? I mean, let's let's do the jock one to start. That uh, that clearly dominated the weekend. I mean, that story initially broke on Friday, and we kept getting breadcrumbs of it uh, throughout the weekend. There. So, what what was your snap take and and set it up for people who, for some reason, might not have heard it yet? So there was a situation where Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson over what was uh, really initially kind of rumored about fantasy football beef. Your imaginations were able to go wild. I know Pete was talking about it this morning on his live stream, but just talking about, you know, like maybe you think, oh, he said something maybe vaguely racist or he said something that's like just, you know, insulting to Tommy Pham's manhood. And in fact, we learned over the course of the weekend and my favorite clip that I think uh, I forgot to, I forgot to tag us in the splash play channel, but it was the long winded explanation of Jock going through his text message and revealing what exactly was said and the reveal pete i feel like uh i I don't know if i want to spoil it yet but like the reveal of what led to this beef like tommy fam is i don't even know like baseball players get the rep for being soft but if you're gonna slap a guy like it you gotta at least involve a mother a wife or something not just a gif of your team being bad 
Yeah, I mean, and this also too, I mean, if you would have told me, all right, you know, Jock owes fam like $100,000. Jock was the commissioner. He didn't pay up. Fam's like wanting his money. You know, then we're at least getting in the ballpark of what would maybe warrant a physical altercation. But it still is just hilariously petty. It looks like this guy used the rules with uh, within the site, wherever they were playing to extra, you know, stash an extra guy on IR. And then he sent a GIF in the league chat and you're sitting here looking, you thought it was going to be something about his mom. Like you said, no, it's just a, a gift making fun of their team. I mean, this was some of the most harmless stuff. It still makes me feel like there's a part of this story. We don't know, but don't you think fam would have, you know, leaked that by now? I think he knew that he overreacted and was just like, at this point, he couldn't like, I mean, that really is like the cover thing at this point. If you're like, oh, I don't know. He called me an ethnic slur. If you really wanted to go after Jock Hart instead, it's like, no, he just posted this gif of like weightlifters. And it was uh, when the Dodgers were competing with the Padres for the NL West title. And then you could see him revealing the, <laughs> the gif here on screen. His explanation though, of this entire thing was so funny because he's just going through a group text and explaining like, yeah, I said, Hey, your team's not that good. And I posted this gif and, <laughs> and Tommy fam's like, I don't know you like that bro it's like just the automatic hardo i know that term gets overused but tommy fam just reacting like a guy that cannot take even the vaguest hint of a joke yeah i thought uh jock i i'm not a baseball guy but i will be a jock peterson uh fan for life i thought how he handled this entire thing is hilarious there's normally just this aggro you know bro thing when you get punched and that you would you know be flying off the handle and i love how he's just like yeah just kind of didn't do anything back because I didn't think violence was the answer <laughs> and uh, just deadpan delivery on all of this. And uh, as I did tweet out, uh, I did notice that jock is my style icon. Um, I'm even going for kind of the same, uh, the jock look here. So yeah, I, I love this dude. I might have to catch a couple of uh, giants games this year just to, to, you know, root on my boy jock. MJ hiding saying, why does Jock look 14 years old? I feel like he looks like, like the ne'er-do-well son in a comic strip. Like he'd be in family yeah. circus running around and leaving a trail behind. Yeah, actually. So I think it was fantasy Mojo sent me one on Twitter. He said, uh, I'll pull this one up. He said, bazooka Joe, which is actually, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty good there too. With the eye patches from the fam slap. I, I assume here. Yeah. And then people also in the chat saying, how could he be this mad or, you know, how could he be this mad this long after the season happened? I, like, I don't get it. Like I get, you know, you want to get people back. Baseball is the worst sport for that where a pitcher will hit some guy like nine months later. It's like, what was that even for? Like what? And then I guess fancy football beefs, the longest lasting beefs, Pete. And, and if you're a poor Jock Peterson, you're just getting slapped and paying the price for, for really just completely innocent trash talk gifts. Yeah, this is the other comment here. Uh, Jock looks like a less fit Pete. I think, uh, where was it? Uh, I think it was uh, John replied to this one. Yeah, he said he looks like, uh, we did launch the Underdog Cardio Club, and John said, uh, Jock looks, here it is, Jock looks like you without the cardio club, so... <laughs> He is. How is he a professional athlete? Like I know baseball players get a lot of shit and there's a lot more buff baseball players these days, yeah. but he literally looks like a college guy who just like went to Ibiza for a year bartending and then came back to America having put on a few pounds. Like he does not look like, and he's all home run power too. Like how is this man hitting look, home runs? Look at this. I had to see this photo here too. I mean, this guy, I could tell you right now, Jock Peterson would be a fun ass hang at the bar. I mean, I want to go have beers with Jock Peterson, but it is, that's the baseball thing all the time. It's like, these guys can get away with just lifestyles that you don't associate with professional sports players. What they're chewing tobacco, they're eating whatever they want. I mean, I think 
of all the professional sports, if you could choose, you know, being backup QB, I still think is one of the best ones. Um, I believe I went on a show with Ian Harditz last year and I said I would want to be uh, the Miami Dolphins kicker, uh, Jason Sanders. I thought that was a pretty plush gig. But after seeing Jock here, I feel like being a major league baseball player has to be pretty nice. Although you do get the 182 games. That is a lot of travel. And the minor league sucks. Like I know for, I know for playing MLB the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about what your cop was going to be. You really have to pay your dues there. They keep you on team control. That's the part that's pretty tough. But yeah, you, like the highest pay rate relative to the amount of work you put in. Being a baseball player is not bad. And people are trying to tempt us, Pete, by mentioning Jock Peterson's wife. And I won't take the bait. I will not be bonked for this one, Pete. No, I'm uh, I don't I don't even have to give you bait. You just walk right into the imaginary trap yourself. I just I looked quietly on my own screen, decided it's not worth bringing to the show. Lovely. Chuck Peterson seems like a lovely guy, lovely family for himself. But overall, I feel like Tommy Pham, Tommy Pham had some weird thing with a strip club, too. He might just be like not a good guy. Like they're just dudes who just aren't good guys. And I feel like that's where Tommy Pham has to be firmly labeled after this one. And did we ever find out how they all got connected in the same league? I also feel like have we gotten any stories leak out? I assume other major league players are in this league. Can we hear from the commissioner? Can we hear other sides of the story? Was there other trash talk sent? I, I feel like, I mean, if there was ever uh, an excuse for an HBO or 30 for 30 doc, I would watch the hell out of a 90 minute documentary about this. I think that's a fair one. And honestly, if anything, the industry needs more reporters just chronicling professional athletes and what they're doing in their fantasy football teams. And maybe that could be a lane for us. We'll work our sources, we'll work the, the back channels. Honestly, Matthew Barry probably could get a hookup here, put that in the Fantasy Life newsletter. Uh, but let's talk, Pete, about our other item of note. Before we get into that puppy draft, of course, on Underdog, where you can use the promo code SPLASH, double your deposit, up to $100 on there. Play along with us. We'll jump in the room in a little bit, but uh, try to make sure that we get in there before you guys do so we can actually go head-to-head -head on the stream. But the big news item, Pete, that uh, didn't get covered as much and apparently got pushed back on a little bit in the New York Post today. But Travis Kelsey, his girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, uh, the tweet here you can see on the screen, his girlfriend broke up with him because he made her pay half the bills and only gave her $100 her entire time together. Uh, this tweet calling him a legend on and off the field. And then Kayla Nicole pushed back saying, actually, I guess she was liking some Instagram posts about uh, the rumors were not what they said, that she was denying that they were broken up. But I think really more than anything, Pete, because this is a, a girl who has been in the athlete streets, uh, gave an AMA at some point on Instagram talking about how he had been following me and insta flirting for a few months. Kayla wrote when she asked about how she met the 32 year old Chiefs player, all double taps and no DMs. So after a little liquid courage and a pep talk from I Queen B, I DM'd him on New Year's, slid into that thing like he was third base. I don't know baseball, so I'm not sure that's the best analogy. But yeah, she continued. Anywho, lesson here is making the first move might be your best move, sis. Like, I think it's the thing, Pete, where she's embarrassed now that like this has come out because she's a girl who's going out with athletes. And the appeal, if you're a girl going out with athletes, is you're living this life of luxury, this life of everything being paid for. And I think she's just denying that she's paying for things because it's like a bad look for her. But if this is true, Travis Kelsey skying up my ADPs. Yeah, there, I mean, what were, you said there were some follow-up stories. I I missed the the report. What apparently she quote retweeted and said it wasn't true, but did she categorize which part of it wasn't true? The Travis Kelsey making her go Dutch or the fact that they were broken up? 
So she was, I think, denying that they were broken up. So it, it could be a little bit of that. I think also denying the rumors themselves. Like she had quote tweeted the Barstool tweet, and that was sort of the jumping off point for it. But I think it's really just that, like, you know, if you're a, a woman of note who is into dating athletes, like that is a very serious subculture there. The cleat chasing, there's probably some worse uh, nouns that people use out there that we won't use on this show. But I would say, like, you know, that's sort of an economy to itself, Pete, where I know you've, you've been married for a while. You might have missed this. There was a period when I was at Barstool where I was sending DMs to girls, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, like Noah Syndergaard was DMing me. And that's just like, that's just the athlete game is these, you set the trap out and then you let the, the mouse take the bait. Well, and there's also, there's a pretty big sliding scale on this stuff, right? I mean, there's the groupies that hang out in the lobby and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, are, are just fishing for the one night stand or whatever. But I mean, she had been dating Travis Kelsey for a long time. Like I remember her for a while. I even remember just recently their photos from Patrick Mahomes' uh, wedding in, in Maui. You saw them uh, on the dance floor. So you know how we had early in the off season where, you know, these guys like Kyler Murray scrubbed their Instagram page and it's one of their only kind of passive aggressive ways to get back at the organization. Maybe this was her just kind of trial ballooning this story being like, Hey, Travis, maybe you start, you know, paying uh, for our dinners uh, when we go out. Otherwise I'm going to start leaking some more bad rumors. Maybe this was the power play. It worked. And then Travis told her, you need to now go back to the media, tell them that this isn't true. And now he's doing damage control behind the scenes. And then Den Den reporting Donna Kelsey, a.k.a. Travis's mom, confirmed their breakup on her Instagram. I believe Kayla was behind the money rumors. So Pete, level beyond, tracking the mom's Instagrams. Um, well, here's the thing. You know what? I, I'm trusting this will be a bonk-free zone. I am going to go to Donna Kelly's Instagram, okay? Spags, I really need to trust you. Mom's the word. Mom's the word. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. Donna Kelsey, who would have ever thought she had an Instagram? Where now, where was she actually defending this according to Den Den? Maybe the uh, comments or the story would be my thought. Ooh, story? No, I can't. She doesn't look like she has any stories. Uh, she must have been in the comments somewhere. Well, like, I mean, yeah. relax. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to even see here. Yeah, I mean, this is such a okay. If you, you guys, I'm not bonking anyone over there. You guys. <laughs> yes. Oh, Donnie Kelsey. But here's the thing, Pete you can't see the backside. The, God damn it, Spags. <laughs> All right. Uh, I couldn't find... Someone sent me the link to her defending because I would I would actually like to see that. That must have been in someone else's comments because she didn't take to do a post. It would seem a little off-brand from, you know, posting photos from Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just, you know, she's going into new lanes of content. She knows... <laughs> Somebody has to address the rumors. Uh, either way, I would say that in this spot, I, th I think the, actually the part I'm curious about with you, Pete, like I don't see an issue with this with Travis Kelsey. Like I think you pick up your share certainly, but like for him, you're a multi-million dollar athlete. Like you're that, like you kind of got to make somebody earn their way and, and, you know, no, you know, climb through the broken glass, so to speak of earning your love. And I feel like I respect that for Travis Kelsey. Like this is a guy you give him a, a lesser target share than what he's expecting. And he's going to be right there demanding that he gets up to his 30% targets per route run rate. And I feel like that's what you want out of your fantasy guy. I want a guy who's going to nickel and dime everything and make you earn it every step of the way. That's uh, that's quite the take right there. And you get the targets per route run on this Travis Kelsey story. Never, never thought we were going to get there. Subscribe to Football Outsiders today. Uh, also, I don't like that you posted Devin's one chat. Doesn't post that uh, the one saying if Spags is in a permanent mood, then I don't know what is. See, that's the <laughs> nice thing to put on the screen for your podcast yeah. partner. Yeah, Spags is a total vibe, guys. He's such a vibe. <laughs>
All right. Uh, let's. Oh, now I got to do this thing. <laughs> Hold on. I got to pull something up here, Pete. Jesus, uh, bags. <laughs> okay. I think Pete knows. <laughs> all it's right. About time to uh, to do this. Oh no, no, this is all filled. Spags, no, get out of it now. Get out of it now. Oh no, I'm double tabling. <laughs> Wait, are you in? I, I got in that one. Yes. If we're in the wrong one, god damn it, Spags. Should I do one more? No, just let's just see here before we. We were tr the goal of this was to not tell you guys we were in hopping in a draft so Spags and I could get in the same draft. Nope, we're not in this one. I mean, I could do two at once while doing a show, I guess. Spags. Everyone's getting, the no, every, everyone's getting an auto. They're getting an auto draft gift from me. We're going to try this again. Okay. All right. Let's. All right. So right now. Scott. Damn it. <laughs> I don't want to get in another one. Robert, you were the one about us rugging people based on. Okay, we go, uh, go, go. Oh, no, no, Phil. Spags, we need to coordinate. I thought you were just going in. No, what, does it look like I'm going in? <laughs> I can't. Maybe it was a separate tab. Enjoy the EV of this one, guys. I'm not drafting it. I've got two drafts going in 60 seconds. You have two drafts and neither of them are with me? No. This is This is how Underdog wins. They try to get the idiot streamers trying to get in the same draft, and then we just register for 19. Okay, we, we have to do a head-to-head -head somehow, because that is the promise. Spags better auto-draft his 101. Spags is going to try to do all of them at once. How many puppies do you think I've done, by the way? God, you're... It, you don't do anything other than draft best ball teams, so I'll guess you're up to, like, 60. No, no, 24, 24. Not counting okay. these two that I'm in right now. Did you do any BBMs over... No, no, I'm just doing puppies for now. I'll go back to BBM when this puppy fills. All right, what do we do here? What do we... <laughs> okay. I guess I'm just drafting two teams at once. Did you get my text? I did, and I don't know that I got in. <laughs> I think I might Spags. be... Spags. Is this it? Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Goodness. A lot of regulars in this one too. Good. So that worked out well. Worked out well for everybody. Did it? Yeah, it worked out great. So you're currently in three drafts right now. Yeah, and I'm drafting Jonathan Taylor with the 101 in this one. God. Well, Spags, the whole we made a promise to everyone that we we're going to auto draft those other teams, and we're only going to focus on the one that we're streaming here. It's not fair for you to chase a little extra EV in those other drafts when this is a content play. To be clear, I didn't promise nothing to nobody. <laughs> only Donna Kelsey. She's the only one who promised anything to me. That was only she gave us a little twirl. I, I hope Travis finds you someday and beats your ass for that comment. I mean, George Kittle's the one who follows me on Instagram, and I think we all know he's going to defend me if another yeah. tight end comes for me. Yeah, we, we've heard that story about you being friends with, uh, with George Kittle. Big fan of the Tinder blog I used to do at Barstool. I can only presume... <laughs> This is this is what the oh, splash play. Oh wait, look what? here's who I'm drafting right now. Travis Kelsey guys coming up in this other draft that's not with Pete. <laughs> Did you draft? Oh, man, this is I'm already I'm tilting. I don't even know why. I have six picks away in our league. Okay, good. So here's the other thing that we didn't point out before doing this draft, Pete. Was I fucking smoked you in that draft we did on Friday? No, you didn't. Oh my my team was so good. Schultz wasn't optimal with the early kill, uh, Pitts pick. <laughs> 
Honestly, I didn't even realize I rugby on him because I was just drafted. I was like, I don't know. Who no, you you knew what you were doing. You you were getting so much joy, but I just snap picked Pollard right after, and it was fine. I never look at other people's teams usually, unless they're doing something that's really bizarre. Like I just kind of let it ride. So, uh, okay, so you got you got Josh right to your left, and then Nez in between us here. So, talk us through your beautiful best ball minds, bags. I mean, all right, so I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to put some in the queue here. Um, so we got Derrick Henry, we got Dalvin Cook. I am, of course, a big fan of that Raiders, Niners, Week 17 stack. And uh, running backs, I'm not going to take a Derrick Henry. I don't care where that ADP is. It is another day for me to draft one Devontae Adams. Very nice. Look, I, I love the Raiders, Niners stack. That is the one. If that does well in Week 17, it's that and, and Jets, Seahawks. And I will be making good money as long as my team stay afloat long enough. Oh, I really, I absolutely hate. Take Derrick Henry. Great value. No, I just auto-drafted Derrick Henry in the other league. I've gotten enough <laughs> Derrick Henry exposure for one day. Is this how the showdowns at the OK Corral would go with two old gunslingers that <laughs> just confused and befuddled the entire time? Yes, exactly. And the stakes were just as high. Oh, here goes robust RB Pete once again. <laughs> I had to explain this on the best ball breakfast. It's like you guys all take wide receivers in my drafts and force me on stream to, to draft running backs. And the only time I get to do my preferred draft strategy is when I'm away from you. I'm uh -huh. all of you. I get it. And that's my preferred draft strategy. Taking an RB or taking a tight end rather in the first five rounds, ideally taking no running backs in the first five rounds. Mark Andrews off the board to me, a beautiful pristine zero RB team developing right before your eyes, Pete. You haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> a pristine zero RB team. God, you're sick. <laughs> this other draft I'm in, which has some people I think in the chat right now, um, I have the back-to-back -back here, the 212-3-1, and boy, there's a lot of running backs left behind, Pete. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking at the other one because I'm focused. Unlike you, I this was a gift. This was a gift to everyone in that first room. I don't I'm even know actually if I have doing, my... I'm doing a Peter Overs at three running backs in the first three rounds, one in that one, Pete, because there are no don't, wide receivers. Don't, call, don't call that a Peter Overs at... A classic Pete Overs that start three running backs in the first three rounds. That's where the money goes. Everybody keep me up to date on my auto-drafted team. If it does start to look kind of nice, might have to pop in over there. It's actually, this is also a lot of people watching live. We appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, because uh, this kind of madness happens far more frequently on the show than I think we would give each other credit for. <laughs> it is... Um... It's crazy. Who knows? I mean, Spags and I spent an entire off season coming up with elaborate bits to try to get viewership, getting high and eating pizza, watching old uh, shows from ESPN. And apparently all it took was us drafting and bickering at each other <laughs> to finally do some good with this show. And now you're going to, you're going to sink it all on your own on the individual <laughs> channel next week. I will not be playing any copyrighted clips. I know that on the channel. I'll be keeping that nice and safe. On um, the Splash Play channel, of course, for the Friday solo stream start this week. But this is good practice for me, Pete, because I'm drafting a team while doing a show. I'm talking to you. I'm drafting three teams at once. It's really getting me ready for Friday. This is it. I'm going to just go full heel turn. <laughs> you weren't already by never drafting a wide receiver in the first three rounds? <laughs> It's Hulk Hogan ripping off the red and yellow to go black and white as Pete never drafting a wide receiver. 
So Dave has a funny comment here because, um, so he says, how funny would it be if one of your top payout teams turns out to be one of those auto drafts? So last year, mid season, I got a message from Redmond and they were doing kind of, they do a quality control thing. They look at all the drafts, make sure there's no collusion that one person isn't like ruining the draft room. And one of mine had gotten flagged because I had so much value let me get the horny bots out of here. Um, one of my teams had had so much value that they had flagged it, um, but it was my very first BBM3 draft I'd done. I was in Miami. We were out there for underdog. I had registered at like 1 a.m. Uh, and fell asleep waiting for it to fill. And apparently I just drafted the all value team via <laughs> auto draft. And uh, it actually was pretty solid. Um, it had no correlation. It had no stacking but boy, did it have lots of value. So yes, uh, sometimes auto-drafting is a very good way to get exposure to players you pass up otherwise. Well, we're doing the Ship Chasing Dynasty League, and part of the way we were qualifying who was going to get to select where they drafted where in that one was a, a big tournament for March Madness. And Pete, you know how many entries I guessed in that one? Literally the last one, because I did an auto-draft <laughs> for our entries, ended up winning it all and taking, the, the I think, the third overall pick. You auto-drafted your, your bracket? Yep. Wow. I had no knowledge at all. I think I switched maybe one or two things, including the title game, but that was it. I just let it, because if you don't know, you're better off letting the auto draft work. Yeah. Especially in those smaller leagues where every, everyone wants to feel like a genius, you know, picking the, uh, the upset pick, but sometimes old spags can just sneak through there. What, wait, what pick did you have? One Oh one. What did you end up choosing? Um, well, I chose the one Oh three in our eyes up here. I know you're trying to multitask on this other draft and you're not, you're not being a good host right now. No, I'm doing I'm doing both. I was actually looking at our draft on my phone. I got it. I got it. I'm not drafting a running back, so it's fine. Just any wide receiver will do. What I'm hearing from Aaron is I have now drafted the best players at all three positions to start my draft. <laughs> Great texture. Great texture to that one. <laughs> Don't stop saying texture. We are gonna grab Waller here with my with my Debo. I like um that. sorry. What do you what do you you have Adams, right? I do have Adams, yeah. All right, stay broke. Um <laughs> and I haven't I haven't drafted DJ Moore in a while. Let's uh let's do some DJ Moore. Okay. Or do I want actually no. We're gonna we're gonna go with uh Deontay Johnson because he plays the uh the Raiders week sixteen. Nice little oh, I think I just drafted there. him in one of my other leagues, Pete. <laughs> one of the nineteen puppy drafts you're in right now? I'm committed to giving the people the best show possible. And sometimes that means drafting. Oh, no, you're them. not. You're <laughs> not committed to that. I'm taking two running backs in this one. <laughs> Let's keep it going. This is very difficult, I have to say. Yeah. All oh, right. God. Someone someone needs to just make a Pete stream bingo card for me and just put me out of my misery. <sighs> Pete doesn't go zero RB. Pete says in a vacuum. Pete says uh texture. So I almost took Ezekiel Elliott there, and I will say the, the logic why one of our football outsiders guys, Rivers McCown, was talking about, um, I guess during the first four weeks of last season, Zeke was like incredibly good by every metric. Then he hurt his PCL, came back in. And Wait, then, are you know, talking about a pick you made in another draft that the listeners can't see right now? No, I'm talking about I almost took Ezekiel Elliott here. Oh. He's on the board right now. Okay. I did take him in another one, though, <laughs> at the same time. So I'm justifying my other draft pick while explaining it here. Um, oh, no. Did I really start Curious. with five running backs? Curious, you say you love zero RB, and yet your portfolio will now contain a five running back start. 
Is that? Oh, I must have mixed this up. <laughs> because this team is incredible. Read it. Read it. <laughs> I have Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, and Brees Hall. So no more running backs in that draft. Uh, you know, I'm sure your auto draft will find a way to add one more. What? Uh oh! I just now I have Josh Allen and Mahomes going on this team. I like that. I'm starving the beat stack quarterback. You guys all thought you could wait for your stacks. No, 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 no. Auto draft Pete scooping them all up. I mean, I get. I will say the one thing with basketball drafts, especially when you're doing multiples of them, and, and I will admit I do multi table from time to time, especially when I'm doing baby duty. And um, when you multi table and you sometimes like everything goes off the board except running backs. I do tend to get a little running back happy sometimes just because I panic and I'm like, I don't want to reach too much. And yeah, and did that's you guys hear that? Five running backs in the first five rounds. Chris just revealed he's a he's a zero RB fraud. <laughs> I mean, in the room that's on camera, I, there will not be a running back taken in these first five picks. All right, do I need to log in here and uh, and save this team? Which one? Yours? I mean, look, I just can't. I can't be having. Uh, three quarterbacks draft to do a team here and ruining it for everyone else. Well, isn't that a set? Isn't that like a setting you can make where you only, you only draft like certain structures. You can set positional limits on it. Um, I don't think I've updated my positional limits in forever because I don't ever auto draft. Yeah. I mean, why would you though? Somebody was saying like a lot of the top DFS players just do auto drafts. I think was it you and Lowell saying that maybe. Uh, no, but I know last year, some of them have experimented with that. I know Justin did it in the puppy last year and then was like, I will never do this again. Um, I do think it, it'll be fun if we ever get more, um, tools to where you could kind of set up some of your stacks and correlations. I, I forget who I was talking to about it. Someone had the other take that that would be bad for best ball, um, ultimately, but I think it'd be fun if you had like some light stacking rules that you could set and uh, and then see if you could get even close to an auto draft team that you like. The other part that's an issue for these multi this multi team draft, Pete, is that um, they're all coming up. The picks are coming up at the exact same time. <laughs> so that's not the most helpful for me. All either. right, yeah, I did just log in on this high T team here with Josh Allen, Mahomes, Henry, and Mark Andrews. Oh, I have okay. I actually have some nice wide receiver picks coming up in our in our draft that's actually on the screen. But here's the thing, Spags. I'm still gonna give the audience a hundred percent of my focus because this is an entertainment product, not trying to salvage a dusted five dollar puppy team. I think both approaches come with some merits. <laughs> I think both come with some flaws. And uh sometimes you draft five running backs, Pete, and that's you know, I'm paying my own price for that. Um I just drafted Juju over there and we're just going to take Brandon cooks because we need wide receivers. Smart Brandon cooks. Josh just took Brandon cooks, Josh Frick. So you're, you're with great company. All right, I'm on the, I'm on the clock again here. Um, I feel Lamar, Lamar never falls this far. Let's grab Lamar. Um, someone already took Bateman. Oh, you took Bateman. You were trying to get Lamar and I wasn't going to let that happen. That must be it. Hmm. Hmm. This sucks. I was actually trying to get Kyler, but I just wanted to see if I could push Kyler down and still get Bateman. All right. <sighs> Wait, you were trying to see if you could get, who did you want to get? I wanted to see if Kyler would fall to me so I could pair him with, with Marquise Brown. 
Why, why couldn't you have just taken Kyler and then we both could have been happy? Um, well, I don't like that's how this show goes, first of all. <laughs> it's not. All this show is is just pain and misery for all of us. <laughs> all right, there we go. I took a running back. Josh Jacobs, no, you, you still had zero running backs. <laughs> I wish I could redistribute my five running backs from the one draft amidst my other two teams. <laughs> yes, that's that's a new functionality coming to underdog. <laughs> it really, I can't believe I drafted five right like that. The people in that league must be perplexed if they're not watching the stream as to what possibly went on there. <laughs> oh yeah, Spags, you uh, let the tilt course through you. You missed out on a very cheap Lamar Jackson. Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman stack just because I refuse to let any value fall to you. I just, uh, you know, I just don't believe in trying to take quarterbacks before round six. That's not the QB ideal zone, Pete, as my friends over at Rotoviz have taught me. One thing you're going to learn, Spags, is that we need to use this data to be directionally accurate with our decision making and not to be hyper rigid within super small sample sizes. I only understand specific guidance. When you tell me, like, I'm a smoker guy. We all know that. I've been smoking meats for boy, as long as we can remember on this show. And you got to follow the instructions. Like, sure, there's some variability, but at the end of the day, 225 degrees is 225 degrees, Pete. And imagine then if you were in a smoker competition where you had to beat out 470,000 other smokers to have mm -hmm. the smokiest of meats. And you realized a large percentage of that field was looking at the same cookbook as you, the same instructions. Wouldn't you maybe need to get a little unique? Maybe, dare I say, a different texture on that brisket spags? Just something, the special uh, sauce to get you to the top of the mountain? Well, that's why you don't take Lamar Jackson with Rashad Bateman and with Mark Andrews. You <laughs> just hope that another QB can give you a Lamar Jackson-style ah. performance without the direct correlation. Okay, so now we're in the cope stage of getting stepped on Lamar Jackson. <laughs> we might be in the, it was going to be difficult to draft three teams while doing a show and trying to make it fun for everybody. I can admit that now. It might have been a misstep. No, when we say make it fun for everyone, we realize that's at the expense of ourselves. That's true. And honestly, my misery just <laughs> intensifies the texture. Actually, my misery intensifies the texture of this show. It just makes it a different textured show in a way that brings people joy on multiple levels. Have you had to explain, um, like, does Alex know how many drafts you're doing? Does she know that you're neglecting your dad <laughs> duties drafting all these teams? So she did, in fact, learn how best ball drafts go. She thought there was like a once a week window where people do best ball drafts. And then that was why, like, I was always locked in during whatever time period she imagined that to be. But she learned, in fact, that they are on demand things that can occur at any time. So I don't know if that's better or worse for me, but I think it's it certainly gives me a buffer where I'm like, oh, Alex, I'm drafted a team right now. She'll be like, fine, because she's like, again, we paid for this house partially through my NBA DFS winnings. So that builds you some cash day to draft your best ball teams incessantly. Yeah, I was on, uh, Lauren and I were at the beach yesterday and I had hopped in a puppy draft later afternoon and Lauren was like, all right, are you ready to head back? I was like, I'm going to need about 25 more minutes. <laughs> um, sure, could I, you know, carry a bunch of beach chairs and umbrellas while drafting? Maybe, but this was a $5 puppy draft and I needed to be hyper-focused for it.
That is where my my biggest uh, gaps in my armor have shown as well as uh, when I'm doing multiple things and it's like, oh no, the buzzer's going off and I have an Apple Watch now, which we haven't even talked about on the show. Love my Apple Watch. But you get the underdog notification here too and it's like, oh shit, I got like 30 seconds right now to make this seem like I'm not obsessively looking at my phone drafting teams for a football season that is 100 days away officially today. I did. I saw that. That was getting some viral action. If you're if just a little engagement farmer tweet for you, uh, tip, maybe tweet something out like, only a hundred days until the season starts guys like a, some kind of like gif, I don't know, like a calendar or something. I, I think that does at least a hundred likes bags. Officially less days to football season. Than there are Dalmatians <laughs> thousand likes. Thousand Please. I spags. You normally don't have retweets that are worth retweeting for me, but if you tweet that, I will retweet that <laughs> officially less days than there are Dalmatians. Until, fire that off right now we will get you your first viral many, tweet in ages how many things can i do at once <laughs> <laughs> but i'll try it i'll try it just for the retweet that's that sweet pete retweet oh my god why have so many likes oh there's so many notifications going on whenever i have more than 10 notifications on twitter i'm like what did i do like where did i where did i go wrong what will you guys start taking quarterbacks in this room this is getting out of control take some quarterbacks let him sit. You can yeah. pass on him. I'm just going to do all the gross stuff in this draft. Seattle versus the Jets, week 17, little Kenneth Walker. And what else are we going to do here? Mm. All right, I guess we'll go We'll go CPAT. Okay, I'm trying to find an NFL days till NFL season opener. I need to find a graphic to pair with this. Dude, oh, now no. th this is another engagement farmer tip. Someone do only a hundred days left till NFL a thread, and every day you just update it as a thread reply. Ninety nine days, ninety eight days. Then maybe you mix in there. Hey, if you find this tweet thread helpful, please retweet the first one so other people can find it. And then days ninety seven, day ninety six. <laughs> All of my picks are up at once, which feels statistically unlikely. Did you do the tweet? I'm trying to do it all, Pete. Spags, get this tweet off. My retweet gift goes away in 30 seconds. Oh, I'm God. All right, hold on. I got to draft two crappy receivers to make up for the fact that I have no receivers in this one draft. Okay, done. Uh, days till NFL. You tweeted it? No, no, hold on. Uh, how, many, how many days until.com? I'm going to grab a screenshot from here. Oh, oh We're all bad. waiting on the tweet, Iceman. We're all waiting on it. <laughs> Oh, all right. Hold on. Oh, this please, clock is ticking. Please do a GIF of from 101 Dalmatians as well. I would like that <laughs> as part of it. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, all right, 101. Oh, man. I don't, I don't have any picks. Do I? Oh, no, I got to pick up. Facts. <laughs> this tweet is more important, and I swear to God, if it's not up in the next 20 seconds, I'm not retweeting it. Oh. <sighs> It's a cruel fate, Pete. This is a really cruel situation to put your best podcast pal into. Well, one of your top five best podcast you're, pals. Into. You're easily in the top 10 of people I podcast regularly with. Okay. <laughs> the tweet's out. Okay. Here we go. To the Twitter machine. There are officially less days until the NFL season. There's a typo in it. God damn, it doesn't even say starts. 
No, days until the NFL season. There are officially less days until the NFL season. Okay, I thought you were going to say starts. Then there are Dalmatians. No. I'll allow it. No, it's fine. It fits. Less words, the better. We've all learned that. People really do. Matt saying juggling multiple tasks on stream has become <laughs> enjoyable content or great content. People know I, I can only do one thing at once, Pete. I can talk and do one thing. When you add anything more than that, it's all going to the fucking shit. Here's our goal with this tweet, guys, to get Warren Sharp to retweet it. <laughs> oh, Aaron's saying, Pete, that you have four QBs in the auto draft. Now. God damn it. So much for positional many. limits. Too many QBs. No, I don't. He's messing with me. I have Allen. Wait, unless this hadn't refreshed. Oof. Tough room. Tough room. Tough, tough rooms. Tough three rooms. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, I need to get to the bottom of this. Well, either way, we appreciate all you guys for watching. Make sure you hit the like button. Come back and oh, hang shit. out with us on Thursday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be back. Friday will be the Spag solo stream, 2.30 on the Splash Play channel. Pete's got four QBs. So. <laughs> Jesus. I God, this is... Redmond, throw this draft out. <laughs> God. Oh, some good engagement on the Stalmation tweets. <laughs> yeah, Spags, that's what happened when you get the peep bump, the splash play viewer bump. It took what? it literally took a village for one of Spags's tweets to get interactions. I don't I don't know if you noticed, Pete. I don't really tweet anymore. I just retweet things. I just reply as case. Like I I'm You're fully just... embracing the part of my content career where I could just do streams and hope that eventually I'll be famous. You're just biding your time until you have another kid because that's the uh that's the best way to get engagement. I guess if I should go back my, to the draft board. Yeah, all my posts are just the algorithm rewarding me for having a child or, or losing a dog. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things that Twitter knows I'm really influencing for. Um, all right. I, I refuse to draft any other quarterbacks in this league. Spags, you are almost on the clock here. I do see that. And it's a great, great zero RB room. I'll tell you what. Mm. Oh, and look, my QB fell to me perfectly too. Wow. Now that's how you draft. Fell to you perfectly. Two picks ahead of ADP. I don't know if that means fell. Aligned to you perfectly. perfectly for old Spags is what that pick did. Disgusting. <laughs> I gotta say, man, I love these the Raiders Niners stacks because I can end up in them in a variety of ways, and that's really all I care about for my simple Week 17 correlation brain. All right, I am going to draft, get some more Pittsburgh here, Claypool and Deontay, <laughs> and we're gonna add MVS as well. Wait, so why were you taking? Oh, okay, you're oh, you're getting the Pittsburgh stack. I didn't realize we were going head to head for that. Wait, what do you? What did you have with Pittsburgh? I was going to run back my Baltimore with with Claypool. Um, well, I don't know if you know who has the Baltimore quarterback to actually execute a red back, but it's me. Hmm. Interesting thesis. It is. It is a really interesting thesis. Uh, I like to see the cope of getting sniped on Lamar only intensify. I mean, like the main thing is that can I get that production from Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, probably. And apparently Romeo Dubs looking great in the the skeleton drill, the two minute skeleton drills so far. Uh, best thing to read right now, if you're looking, just got some downtime, read the NFL beat writers uh, Twitter handle and just scroll through and hear them spazzing out over like Jordan Love to Romeo Dubs looking amazing. Like, really can get you fired up to draft some guys ahead of ADP. Well, you know what's happened with all those beat reporters, right? Is they've 
they now know how their bread gets buttered and they know they've all become little engagement farmers mm-hmm. with the fantasy community. And they know the things that'll get people riled up. Even Frank Reich the other day goes, if I played fantasy, I draft Naheem Hines and it's Frank Reich just doing a little engagement farming. <laughs> Everyone knows now the only one that gives a shit about this dumb NFL news are fantasy players. Everyone's getting farmed left and right. But that's, I mean, that's a smart thing to do for your career. Like I, I think, you know, enough people need to realize that if you just kind of combine like football analysis with whatever, just even the vaguest bit of knowing like, oh, this guy's gonna be chalk on DraftKings this week, or this guy's really popular in best ball or whatever. Like you see him, like, you know, all the things about fantasy because you just know slightly more than what the average, like NFL at talking head would know. Oh no. I thought this chat was safe from bi-week Twitter, but it's, you're never safe. <laughs> Every time you think you're safe, they come out of the woodwork. Pete's only running two wide receivers in week nine. Aren't you worried? Pete, aren't you worried? The road of his guys, I have to say, when they were confronted on the stream by accidentally me making them take two tight ends the same bye week, uh, Column did, in fact, make us draft a third tight end. Really? Yep. Canceled. Column canceled. I was surprised because I was like, well, my, my friend Pete, who uh, more of an entertainer than a data guy, uh, talks a lot about it. <laughs> was that your actual phrase? No, of course not. No, that, but that's the exact kind of bullshit thing you would say. And you'd feel so self-satisfied as it rolled off the tug. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty funny to say. <laughs> like, I think there's no denying that. There's denying it. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I was like, Pete doesn't care about bye weeks. And I, I've been trying to kind of, you know, get more comfortable with that. <laughs> he didn't actually destroy me, Max, because he didn't say it. <laughs> he didn't have the courage to say it. I'm too busy thinking about clever Dalmatian-based puns. Now I know that's one of my things I can influence on. Um, if you want to know what it's like when I log off, tune into Spags' solo stream on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all 135 people watching this live will be there on Friday at 2.30 where it's just me. I did think about trying to call in a favor and get like somebody famous like that I have in my Rolodex. <laughs> you was... and George Kittle drafted a puppy team right off the start? Me, George Kittle, and Pat McAfee doing a best ball draft. That's about as good as I can get without going too deep into the barstool world. But I, yeah, it's not worth it. I want to set the bar low and then kind of casually slide in underneath it. There you go. You do a draft, you you revert back to your barstool days. It's called one pick. Everyone knows the rules, and you get a, a barstool uh Fred to to make a pick with you each of the 18 rounds. There you go. Uh anyway, my team's fleshing out pretty nicely, I feel like. Um Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. You mm-hmm. you know that uh Devontae Adams is no longer on the Packers, right? I did think it could appear as though I don't know that, but I do, yeah. in fact, know that all too well. Okay. Just making sure. Mm, I don't know what to do here. I feel like, I guess another shitty running back seems in order. There you go. Get Osimo on. That's true. Honestly, I, yeah, that would be a good way to get some views. Look, there's ways to do it. We'll see how badly the first Friday stream goes and how deep I have to dig into the reserves to make it worthwhile. <laughs> I just can't wait to see what uh, preloaded clips mythology makes you. <laughs> I, I did get the premium StreamYard account today, Pete, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I have to test it out to make sure I can get that screen sized appropriately because apparently that is a production hurdle for me generally. Um, 
Well, this is a shitty part of the draft. <laughs> We're going to grab a Kui. Boom. And then I would love, I would love to draft a wide receiver, but you guys took all the good ones. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We'll take Devonte Parker. I'm a slave to ADP. You are a slave to ADP. Though I do feel like you you took the bullying about running backs very seriously today, where you got your one anchor running back, and now you're taking it nice and easy. It's almost as if I make my subsequent decisions based on what I do at running back, based on what I do at the beginning of the drafts. Yeah, it's almost like that. It's almost. <laughs> it is. I, look, I think... Hang on. Just... Hang on. Can I show you a, a, a comment in two parts? Mm-hmm. Shit, I just drafted Zavir White because I was too involved in the chat, followed by who just drafted Zavir White 70 picks <laughs> above ADP. <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes uh, you draft too many teams. There's a lot of things that happen in these rooms. I no skin off your back. Gosh. That was that was beautiful. This is honestly hilarious. I have no QBs in this five running back draft. My my wide receivers are absolutely disastrous. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I just stacked up Russell Wilson with a Kui Boonham in my other four QB draft, too. <laughs> Still stacking. Always be stacking. <laughs> I have a one five five two in my five running back draft. Uh, my running backs looking great. Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, Brees Hall. At wide receiver, Pete, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Chris Olave, Kadarius Tony, and Kenny Galladay. I'm not... I didn't... I just... All I heard was you reading names. I I, I have no reference point or significance of the names you just read at me that'll happen with a simple mind (laughs) (laughs) so i wouldn't think me drafting five straight running backs to start a draft like you would lock in immediately and be like yeah like tell me more yes um (laughs) you're horny bonk no i don't i don't get horny on stream (laughs) unless no i'm not even i'm not gonna bonk (laughs) myself um what's the four three three two start called pete that would be the um, modified robust QB, I believe. What about a, your usual one, six, three, <laughs> one? That's the Pete oh, Overzet. That's what we call that. Yeah, one. yeah. The Pete, that's the Pete Overzet for sure. This is true. Nana Pete would get bonked hard. That's true. Nana Pete really, I think, is your your id in a lot of ways. <laughs> Just full unbridled. I think Nana Pete now. is your id. <laughs> whatever I whatever I do, Nana Pete, I just channel my inner spags. I mean, look, could could go worse. Could go better. Could go worse. I think we can all agree that this was a truly horrendous experiment. And <laughs> I mean, just how how did we not get in the draft at the same time? I mean. To pull behind the curtain, I said to Spags, we were trying to figure out what we're going to do on the show today. We were talking about multi-tabling together or going against each other. And I said, but we just have to be thoughtful in how we hop in the draft to make sure we get in at the same time. I explained to Spags, I will text you when I hop into the draft. We will not let the listeners know to make sure we get in first. And then what happened? What happened to the plan, Spags? The plan. So the plan happened was I realized like, oh shit, we got to do this now. So then I tried to give you my subtle code out loud on the stream to tell you. And then that didn't quite work. The thing that we fucked up on is like, 
I should have just entered two drafts initially and then waited in the not filled draft and then told you and like left the other one. And I think that would have been the move. Yes. Like enter two, be willing to sacrifice one, but try to get out of that one fast. And I think we would have been okay. But yeah. You know, you we don't, I would like to think we're at the point in our podcasting career where we'd have, you know, kind of just with the raise of an eyebrow, maybe mm. a little signal that we could just, you know, speak our own language, but clearly we're ways away from that Spags. It's hard, you know, it's through a screen. <laughs> you can't, can't catch everything. Uh, yeah. Underdog isn't paying you guys enough. They're paying me fine. I don't know about Spags. <laughs> no, they're paying <laughs> fucking my employer. They're not paying me anything, but they should get over here. You know what I was thinking too was like somebody asked me like, "Are we going to like the the fantasy football expo in Canton?" And I was like, I was like, I was gonna reply like, "Oh, you know, it'd be cool to go." And I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go, but realistically, like the fantasy football expo should be like recruiting us to do like a live best ball stream there. Like I don't, I don't need to sink myself to go. Well, I am going to my buddy Mike Zakarian's wedding that weekend, so I will. Uh, you can do your solo splash play. <laughs> <laughs> underdog stream live from the expo. Well, it's good to know that's not an option then before I go extorting people for money <laughs> for doing yes. best ball traps live. Yeah, that would be very like you to, uh, you know, shop around Pete and Spags at the expo without ever checking if I could even make it to the expo. You know, Pete, one of us gets double paid from this show <laughs> and it yeah. is not old Spags. I uh, will very well for us as a duo. Willis Willis did in the Discord before this draft started. Willis said this at um 2:26 p.m. I can't wait for Spags to time this wrong and you guys get into separate drafts. It's almost like our accountant knows our MOs. He knows the vibe. I think it's hard to <laughs> hard to argue that Willis doesn't know that occasionally the best laid plans go awry. Um I'm going to grab Darrell Henderson because I like him and I never seem to get him. And what's the QB situation looking like? Let's uh, also grab Corey Davis. And now we have two options for double stacks with the Jets and the Steelers. Okay. Look, I like what you're doing. Better than the <laughs> drafting multiple running backs. <laughs> Here's the thing that uh, dirty little secret with how these super chats work is um, these are these are connected to my AdSense account. I guess I should start sending Spags percentage of these tips. Um, but if you really want to just tip Spags exclusively, you're going to have to tune into his Friday splash play draft. He's yeah, not I'm even hearing this because he's monetized. tried to save. <laughs> what do we need? We need a thousand. We need yeah, a thousand we need a thousand. We need to get to a thousand subs on there would be the goal. Well, if uh, what I think you're going to do over there um, with just showing bikini photos while you draft, it should be. Happen in no time. The thing is, I don't want to play into people's base instincts, you know, like the most <laughs> basic approach. Like, I, it's not for me. It's never been, never been my jam. Uh, Colin already thinking up uh, spins on the underdog cardio club that was launched today. He says Spags is going to announce the, the toilet club. Draft seven BB of three teams on the shitter in the month of June to get an underdog branded squatty potty. There you go, Spags. Look, it's not a bad deal. I do think the the cardio club excludes weightlifters in a way where like Rudman like lift lifts weights and he looks like a fucking pro wrestler on there. And if we're doing cardio, like how about the check your Apple Watch and fucking show your workout thing? Wow, you're. I did you just are you going after 
Redman, is that what oh, I, I don't heard? know him? So yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know him personally, and and as we've discussed, underdog not pay. No, I just feel like if you're like a weightlifting guy, like wait, I weightlift and draft, like that's my thing. So now I'm excluded because I'm not hitting the peloton. Uh, Spags, look, this is um, this is just a nice thing we're doing for the community. Um, if it doesn't fit into the way you like to exercise, that's okay. You know, you could do your shitter club with everybody else, you know, doing your bench press routine for two hours, taking ungodly amounts of time in between reps, just so I can draft. We all know that that's a facade. What I do is I put my phone, I have a little bit of, I have a holder that I put my phone on so I can see it and I'll do my workouts and I'll keep an eye and keep tabs. Of course I do get the Apple watch notification telling me, Hey, your pick is up. So it really works pretty well. It's actually a very good, you know, just set your rest interval. So you're doing a pick in that time period. They are so triggered. I've been getting people. What about I go on walks? Can I get credit for my walk? Just get on the fucking stairmaster, crank it up to 13, and rip off some stairs. I do have thoughts on this, Ross. So um the key is to modulate and get a very differentiated texture between your speeds at various points in the draft. When you're not on the clock or just about to be on the clock, I like to ramp it up to 12 or 13. And then when I'm picking, I'll throttle it down to six or seven, you know, slow it down, make my swipe and then ramp it back up again. That's ETO for the Stairmaster draft. I think that seems like a, a reasonable one. I, I, I know you've said that on streams before. I don't think I could do a stair. Like I couldn't do the Peloton in draft. Like I, I couldn't do any really intense cardio in draft. And it's impressive that you can like weightlifting is good because you get the downtime. Yeah. I should be sponsored by Apple. I agree. I'm only mentioning it because the Apple watch is absolutely revolutionary in a way that nobody told me in the last fucking seven years that it's been out. So I will say I got, uh, I've got jealous of the Apple watch bros for the first time the other day, because when I go running, um, when I'm not doing cart, when I actually touch grass and run, I wear, you know, the armband with my phone and then like the Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. And then I see all these little, you know, mar marathon runner bros out there with just their Apple watch and their earbuds. And I was like, it'd be really nice to just combine my watch and my phone for running. Is that, is that what you use your, uh, your Apple watch for? It's I used to track my heart rate and stuff. I mean, it, it, the calories are nowhere close. Like I was actually at a, a barbecue this weekend with somebody who had the whoop and an Apple watch. And they were like, yeah, the Apple watch is usually off by 40%, um, which fucking serious commitment to your fitness as a non-professional athlete. If you're wearing a whoop and an Apple watch, um, I'm on the clock. Show, show me, show me Android watches. I need to get one. Show me a good one. And I got all my tight ends set. It does feel like galaxy. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the mentor here who's soaring up in ADP by the week. Darrell Williams. Step on down. Yeah, I was in some draft over the weekend at some point where somebody took Darrell Williams at like 115 or 112. And that, that did that felt a little bit lofty, I would say. They took him at what? Uh like 115. Ugh. That yeah. seems way too lofty. All right, I'm going to complete. I could punt it to pick it if I wanted, but Wilson uh, falling all the way here completes my double stack, so I'll do that. And who else do I want to add? Don't see anything I need to do at running back. You know what? I believe it was Silas in the in the chat who I've been seeing talk up Mechie. I haven't gotten a lot of Mechie. I was drafting a lot of Nico Collins early, and um, Mechie normally is gone by the time I start to consider him. So we'll grab a Mechie share. 
I like Mechie. I feel like Mechie is more intriguing to me than Nico just because there's a bit of a mystery box thing <laughs> to his existence that I think works, but, you know. Also, Raheem Mostert is falling precipitously in a lot of rooms, and I don't think he should go undrafted. He was undrafted on the road of his uh, stream we did today, which surprised me by a lot. Can I check? Can I get a, a, a consensus on this watch? I'm getting mixed messages. I Some people say Galaxy Watch. Some says it's horrible. <laughs> Someone says I should get a, a fossil watch. I basically, I'm not, I, let me clarify for people too. I don't regularly wear a watch. I'm not going to wear it out. I basically just want it for exercise so I can not have to run around with my phone. So I don't know if that changes anything for what's the optimal phone for that. The Apple watch, I think you still have to have your phone nearby unless you get the cellular service watch. So you'd have to pay for like a, another line for your phone. Can you do, but like, um, say on one of those, say like with Spotify, how you can download stuff for offline or you can download a podcast. Could you download that stuff in advance on the watch and then not need service for it? I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't know enough about it to speak, so I don't want to mislead you on it, but I think like the version I got is a GPS one that ties to your phone. So like you, you, yeah, like I don't know how it would work. Cause like even the audio, like you can't play audio through the phone. You have to have it in your, like your headset. Like, I don't think it's stored on your phone. No, I don't, I don't give a shit about tracking calories or steps or anything like that. I just want something small. It would like, you know, back when they had, what was it? The iPod shuffle, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I, ba yeah. I basically want like a watch version of that, but where I can download podcasts and music ahead of time and not have to lug around something that's connected to the internet. Uh, DJ Local saying you can download to watch. So maybe I'm wrong. I, I think it's worth looking into it though, like especially for you and you take your fitness seriously. Like the reason I got this is because I got Alex her Apple Watch for uh, for Mother's Day and was like so jealous because she was like incredibly into it. And I probably have less need for it. Like she's like OCD about her workouts, probably not dissimilar for my podcast wife, Pete. And um, I feel like, you know, for me though, it's still cool enough to have on your wrist. And then like, it's nice to be able to see notifications and stuff and not always no. have to have your phone. Yeah, no, I want the watch for the time. And, uh, I don't, I don't need to be like putting a nano in my pocket or something in your butt. <laughs> Bonk. It's funny too. The, the draft we're doing on the stream for some reason is going a lot faster than the other two that I answered at the exact same time. And it's just really throwing me off. Like one of these is so far behind the other two that I don't know what's going on. All right, I'm now looking at these fossil watches. The only fossils are you, Pete. Finally Stay tuned a for Splash Play now. After Dark, where Pete shops for digital watches. Uh, I think it's Matt Killeen in the chat is like mad that we didn't do enough best ball strategy. The best ball strategy to take away from today is to not do three drafts while you're doing a stream and with your podcast partner and try to coordinate at the same time. That's a big lesson. Wait, who who's Matt in the chat? I miss this. Uh, Matt Killeen. Where is he? He just had a couple complaints. I mean, he's not being shitty or anything, but he, he did say that there was some Z's for the smartwatch talk, which we're men of diverse interests. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, if you want the highs of splash play, you got to be ready for the lows, buddy. There are, I can point you into the direction of a million boring best ball streams. If you'd like slide into my DMs and I will hook you up with a bunch of links, buddy. <laughs> Also, did you see that Sammy Watkins didn't report to like the Packers OTAs, which he doesn't have to yet, but not a great sign. No, this is the vet. It's like the Gronk thing, right? None of these older veterans want to go to training camp. I mean, they, they want to be, they want to enjoy their summer.
Oh, God. This is a hideous board in our draft. So what am I at right now, Aaron? I'm at a 4-7 what build? I'm at a... Hmm. Oh, in the okay. other... Not in this one. I'm like, in this one, I'm at a pristine 2582. Oh, Matt, hang arm. on. I'll go... Shit, I'm, I'm going to get timed out. I can't have this. Um, Wow, you guys took all... All you of them. Oh, Deonta Foreman's there. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was about to be like, I have way too much exposure to this guy, but that's in BBM3. Uh, I think I can I can grab another share here. My last pick, I'm at a 2582. We're going to add another wide receiver. Um, I could use a Green Bay guy. What did you... Is Dubs already gone? Oh, no, Dubs is here. What what was the news blurb about Dubs you said I missed? Oh, just he was making some sick catches in their two-minute drill at OTAs. Sold. I need a little correlation for him and Dalvin Cook just ping-ponging back big scores in Week 17. <laughs> that, is, that is one of those things. Somebody was saying Christian Watson was also getting, like, really good camp reports, too, and I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a trust at this point. <laughs> Guys, I just banned it, okay? It is, it is uncanny. I... For a while, I used to get these bots on Club Top Shot streams. They would come in. This is how you know you've made it, Spags, when they come here. And it's almost like the the horny bot's ears were burning whenever the bonk clip gets played. Oh, no, I'm about to get timed out again in this other draft. Yeah, I'm having a tough time here. Uh... No, no, I just took Marlon Mack as my RB8. That's not a bad one. I mean, if you're going to draft eight running backs, Marlon Mack is about as good as an eighth running back as you can get. I mean, look at this team. This team is so high T. <laughs> Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, David Harris, Ronald Jones, Tyler Algier, Kenneth Gainwell, Reeve Mostert, Marlon Mack. Jesus. I drafted seven running backs in that one where I had five initially, and that was not intentional. <laughs> But there were no wide receivers left on the screen, so I just kind of had to panic. This is not the best showing in the puppy. I feel like, um, you know, the, you go on the puppy right now, use that promo code SPLASH, double your deposit up to $100. If you get a draft room like this doing illogical things that also don't hurt you, like, you're probably crushing it. MJ wants to know the four wide receivers. Great question. Um, it, you know, the four wide receivers are about as good as you can get here. We have Juju, Tyler Boyd, Devontae Parker, and Marvin Jones. That's all you need. Those four will bring you to the promised land. This draft is mercifully over. God, I should have taken Danny Gray in, in this one that we're doing. On, I should have done a million things differently today and probably in general in life. Yeah, I think that's uh, safe to say. <laughs> no, Boy. we're not saucing. We're getting out of here. I'm done with this stream. <laughs> We are, we are getting abused by you guys. Well, we will be back on Thursday at 2.30 East Coast time, of course, for Pete and I doing a show. I'll be back on the Splash Play channel on Friday, 2.30 Eastern, so make sure you are subscribed to both. And, of course, follow at Splash Play Pod to know whenever there's any shows going on, we will tell you about it. And on Thursday, Pete, I mean, do we dare try to do head-to-head -head again on Thursday? Is that? I, I mean, it, conceptually, I think it works. We just have to get in the same goddamn draft, and then otherwise – what we do is we leave a wake of destruction. I'm drafting awful teams. You're trying to multitask and do your other drafts. And it really results in a bad product. And we have people in the chat complaining that we're talking about smartwatches too much. And I actually blame this all on you. I think that's fair. I'm not going <laughs> to deflect blame on this one. I, uh, people asking to see the misfit teams too. I Boy, I'll show my misfit team real fast. I'll po um, we'll post it in the Discord. 
Okay. I think we could do it that way. Yeah. Anyway, they're not good is the main thing. I don't think any of these teams today that we drafted were good by the traditional yeah. sense. Yes. Spags, Spags is becoming next thing. I know Spags is going to be streaming at all hours of the day. I had to wake up this morning to see that Spags was competing against me streaming with column and those guys. I mean, Spags is clearly coming for my best ball streamer throne. I just want to be able like Pete now has settled into a schedule. We've talked on this show, you know, vis-a-vis the swole cast, how it's important again on a schedule and like, you know, to promote and all that. Whereas I'm going to just do like, Oh, 2 AM. I feel like streaming one. <laughs> Why not? Why? Let's get to that point in our show. Did, did you hear that? Uh, kitchen, uh, that it's important to be on a schedule. It's funny you say that. So I just, uh, the only thing I really do in Slack now is our Swolecast chat. So I pull up Swolecast, Davis at 1025 AM to Dave. When can you squeeze us in this week? Then at 145 PM, sir, no other responses, no clarity on when the fuck we're recording this week. God help us. Yeah, people, uh, people just don't don't take the importance, Pete, like you and I do. We know to get on a schedule. We know to come back at Thursday, 2.30 Eastern. I'm sure you know as well to promote Club Top Shot. That's tonight, right? It is, Spags. It is. We're going to talk some uh, NBA playoffs and whatever else we do on there. Last question from FF Doom. Pete, what brand is that shirt? Gee, with these bots. I mean, just get out of here. Mm, Why wow, They I keep coming. Oh, <laughs> stop jerking. It's cheaper than Tinder. Um. This shirt is like a fan art shirt of one of my favorite art artists, Hiroshi Nagai, and someone made this like MS paint rendition of it, and I bought a bootleg version of it. Okay. That's a unique shirt, if nothing else. Thank you, Spags. I could just that just the very hint of condescension with the way you said beat there was all I, I needed thought, to hit this street. I thought it was positive. Either way, we appreciate all of you guys for watching. Make sure to follow at Peter Arbors at follow at Chris Spags. Check out my hot takes on NFL calendars and Dalmatians. And if you want to retweet it or tag Warren Sharp for some reason, please go ahead and do that. Follow at Splash Play Pod as well. Hit the like button on this video. Check out Football Outsiders. Pete, anything else for you? No, I was just checking in on that tweet. We're up to 33 likes, eight retweets, and 11 responses. Well done, Chris Spags. We will see you guys on Thursday.